Hello, 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 and welcome again to the prayer experience. Thank you for joining us today. It's a blessed day. It's a beautiful Tuesday. Could be morning where you are, afternoon, evening, or even midnight. Or anyhow, we want to say thank you for joining us today. Please share this video. We'd like to get more people in on praying as well. You can share with your family. It could be a family prayer time. Don't, don't share the blessing alone. Let's get more people praying along with us. We've got the YouTube page that's available. Please subscribe. Let's see that number grow up, skyrocket, because we want to get more people praying as well. Praying rather than worrying, okay? And connect with us. If you are live, please leave a message, share a comment, a prayer request, a testimony. We want to know what God is doing in your life for you and through you as well. We've got the prayer experience hotline that is available on the screen. Now, there is a landline and a mobile number attached to that as well. You want to take advantage of that. Okay, God bless you. And let's go into Thanksgiving. I've got a scripture that I always like to use. You know, it's Lamentations chapter 3, just verse 22. And the ESV translation says, A steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. I like that version that says the love of God. The so the two, two things here, the steadfastness of God's love that never ceases for us. So you can, we wake up every morning and we see his love on display for us. So you can, you can go about the the day thinking about the goodness of God. And right now, can you reflect upon the goodness of God, upon the love of the Father that never ceases, it never ends, it never fails from the moment that you were born up to the moment that you breathe your last. God never fails to love you for who you are. I want us to thank him for that. Father, we praise you, we give you glory. You are ever loving us. You are ever committed, Lord, to seeing that we enjoy the fellowship of the Father. And we just want to thank you as a community. We want to thank you. But we want to thank you as a family, a family of God. We want to praise you from all over the world. We want to thank you this very moment for your faithfulness, for your word that always, always reassures us. We want to thank you for your goodness that comes our way every single day. Your word says you daily load us with benefit. Your word says that we will never, so, you say, so the young lions may lack, but not, not, not your children, not us. We always have a supply, a supply of your goodness, a supply of your mercy, a supply of your love. So thank you, Father, and we worship you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for all those who are joining in. We want to just go straight into praying, you know, after a session of Thanksgiving. I want to talk about an intense desire to move with God. And this verse of scripture in Psalm 110 verse 3 says, your people will, will offer themselves willing 
to participate in your battle in the day of your power, in the splendor of holiness. From the womb of the dawn, your young men are to you as the dew. I, I love this verse. It, it's a familiar verse. You know, I think the King James Version would say, in the day of your power, your people will be willing. That's the first part of it. But I like the Amplified. I said, there is a willingness on our part to participate in the power, you know, in, when the power of God has been manifested. It talks about the battle, but I believe it's a battle for souls, the battle for lives, the battle for your life. And so when God is moving, our part is to begin to, you know, move along with God. So we ought to be able to recognize when God is moving, not only in our lives, but upon the earth. And I can tell you that God is moving. See, it's not going to take an angel to get us to move along. God wants us to willingly participate, especially in this end time. It's a battle for the souls of men. It's a battle for your life, a battle for the plan of God to be fulfilled upon the earth and upon our, in our lives. See, we cannot just be passive about it. As intercessors, we recognize that we on the front line. We've got to keep pushing. We've got to keep pushing the enemy through our prayer, through our willingness to participate, with our readiness, our readiness to get on our knees, our readiness to, to change our behavior, our mindset, our readiness to align with what God is doing upon the earth. We don't want to wait until we see the greater move of God, the, the, the greater move, you know, across the nations, many more coming to know God. We, we, we want to participate. We want to jump in now. And one of the ways you can do that is through prayers. And so we want to release our faith in our prayers, our faith for the move of God, our faith for the power of God to be manifested. Only God can do greater, mighty things. You can see great advancement in technology, great advancement in, in, a, in even in a human mind, great advancement even in our well, transformation all around us. Things are changing. We no longer watch black and white TV, you know, for example. Things are changing. The 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 the, the, the society is becoming more transformed to begin to be more creative and more innovative, but there is still greater power. No one, no man can do the greater mighty things. No man can turn a, no man can turn a whole nation around to serve him. God turned the whole of Nineveh to serve him. No one can bring kings and princes to their knees. God can brought Nebuchadnezzar to his knees. No one else can change your life but God. No one else can change the lives of your loved ones, lives of your children, lives of your family members. No one else can turn the heart of the king in your favor. No one else. See, God is doing things in our lives. 
It's not just, you know, the outpouring and we see people speaking in tongues, but there are things God is accomplishing through the move of the Spirit. He's changing the heart of men and women. He's turning your heart around. He's stirring you and wanting you to spend more time with him. These are the moves of God. And the only way we can align is when we release our faith and just go along with it. Release our faith and just get on our knees. And I want us to do that. I want us as intercessors to commit to more time on our knees, not just on the screen, more time on our knees, praying into these things, praying into the will of God to be done upon the earth. See, in these later times, God is counting on you and I. And if we say, Lord, I am available, then we have got to be available to him in our mind. What focuses, what, what, what are you focusing on? What is on your heart? What are you worried about? What are you thinking about? What are you spending your time to do? How much time in your thought life, how much time in what you do, how much time in what you, you know, say, how much of that is centered around God? We have got to change as intercessors, and we're going to keep pushing that. You see, the, I, I, I once uh, I didn't put it on here, but the Bible talks about so until this. Um, that's in Isaiah chapter thirty-two, verse sixteen. Say until the Spirit is poured out upon us, until we begin to see changes in our realm, we will not stop praying and just standing in that place of intercession. I want us to have a moment to reflect on this and say, Father, I may not be giving you enough, enough of my thoughts, enough of my words, enough of my time, but I want to commit to doing that. I want to commit to being interested and being willing to align my life, to align my, my time, to align my thoughts with you. God is doing great and marvelous things, but we have to come to this place of being able to recognize when God is moving and keen, not be spectators, but we are participators. We are, we are those who get on our knees and we're saying more of this, Lord, more of this, Lord, more lives being saved, more changes in our community, more positive impacts, Lord, that the church will have upon the community, upon the nations, more, 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 more transformation, even, even those that the world may reject, we want to see them turn around because they have encountered you. Lord, we ask that we will come to this place where we offer ourselves willingly as intercessors unto you. Come on, let's pray this together, okay? I hope you're joining me. Father, we're praying. We're, we're releasing our faith to, 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 to join in the intercessors all over the world to pray, to see more of the move of God, to see more of those manifestations, to see more of those healings, to see more of those lives that have been transformed. God, I don't want my life to be all about me, myself, and I. I want to think about the world out there who need Jesus. I want to focus on you. I want I want what is on your heart 
to be a priority of my heart. I want to give my time up for you. I want to give my resources up for you. I want to give my thoughts up to you. I don't want to wallow in self-pity. I don't want to spend time worrying about what is not in my life, but I want to channel all of that my energy i don't want to give you the remnant of my energy not the remnant of my time but you as my priority as an intercessor i want to live a life that is dedicated unto you i want to live a life that is committed unto you i want to live a life that my heart is yearning for you i'm willing god i'm interested god i'm ready lord father lord i'm eager i'm eager lord and i bring myself to this place where i can hear you speak to me where i can hear you instruct me what to do. I thank you, Father. And I, I pray this for all intercessors as we stand together to pray. We release our faith, God, that we will participate in what you are doing right here on earth. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. We're going to pray for the church. I like this verse of scripture in Psalm 78, verses 19 to 20. It says, so this is the children of Israel, you know, grumbling. But David recounting by the Spirit of God what happened in that wilderness. He said, yeah, they speak against God. So now this is the New American Standard Version. It's a little bit old English, but I like this. So yeah, the spoke, the speak or the spoke against God is said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? To behold, he struck the rock so that waters gushed out and streams were overflowing. Can he also provide bread? Will he prepare meat for his people? My emphasis for the church today, as we pray for the church, that the church will move out of the place of doubt. The church will move into the place of faith. The church will move into the place of expectation. The church will move out of the place of just being passive. The church will move into this place of, of an, a, a, a healthy expectation of what God is going to do. So we talk about, you know, the heroes of, of, our, of generations past. They did, God used them to do miraculous things. But the church, when you look at the church, we look at ourselves today, we look at our, our environment today, and we lose hope. We think God certainly can't do that. Those men or women were exceptional in their generation. So it can't be, you know, God is, God is doing it in a modern way where we're seeing little here and little there. Those men and women of God, they saw amazing things. They, they saw the children of Israel, for example, they saw God furnish a table in the wilderness. King's meal. God, God, God furnished them with manna from heaven. The miraculous, miraculous ways of God fed these people. We have seen thousands gather, thousands coming to serve him, coming to know him. We have seen healings, creative miracles. We have seen all of this thing. Where we, or we have heard about this thing that have happened in those times. And we are wondering, can God do it again? <laughs> I want to pray for that. I want us to pray for the church. That church, that the faith will arise in our hearts as God's people. 
and we will believe for one thing. We believe to see God do again and even more. Jesus said, so the works that I do, so you would do greater. You're talking about greater in amount, greater. Jesus went about healing all manner of sickness and disease. The church will see that again. I want us to release our faith. I want us to pray, Father, Lord, we stand here again, releasing our faith to see an outpouring of your mighty power upon the earth, that the world will stand again and see and acknowledge the greatness of your power through the church, that the world again will see and they will begin to say, what minute these? What are the signs? What are these miracles? What are these deliverances? What are this provision? We want to see again, God, in our time, you promised you promised that the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord. The whole earth will be filled with your glory. God, we, you promised that and we want to see that in our time as a church. We want to see, we want the church to be in a place where we begin to see those provisions because you know, you know, your word says that uh, say you when your when your spirit is poured out upon us, say even the desert places will become like a forest. Provision, abundance, supply, every need met. Lord, we need that move in our time. We we can do so much with our with our meager resources, with our with a little little you know moving in the spirit. But we need that upouring. We need the world to turn around again to the church and see that the church is a place of refuge and see that the church is a place for answers and see that the church is a place for provision and see that the church is your church, your church through which your power is being released upon the earth. Lord, we, we, we desire to see that again. In our time, our children can see that in their time. Our children's children can see, Lord, uh, that in their times. But in our time, God, we want to see that our hearts long, Lord, for your power to move upon the earth, to move upon us in, in greater measures and greater degrees, uh, that we may be vessels filled up for the world for the world to receive their healing to receive their turnaround to receive their deliverance father we stand and pray and we believe to see that lord in the name of jesus amen amen can we pray for the nations and praying for the nations i do actually want us to pray for the generations ahead of us 
in Psalm verse Psalm 78 and verse 6 to 9, it says that the generation to come might know them. Talking about the previous verses, talking about the things. Uh, one, one, one translation said the transactions of God with the children of Israel. I like that. that even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their own children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God but keep his commandments I want us to pray again as a people as God's people to release our faith as we pray in one accord and say God our children and our children's children will serve you they will know you they will hear about all the marvelous things the transactions of God in their time we don't want our children to grow up knowing very little about god or nothing about god but we want them to know that this is what you have done we want them to experience those same things and more in their time even in their little ages even in their grown-up ages we want them to experience god so when they know, they become conversant with the ways of God. That they would, they would, it said, it's a train of a child and the way that he should go. There are ways that our children should go, the ways of the word, the ways to deal with mental health, the ways to deal with their finances, the ways to deal with their emotions, the ways to deal with serving in the house, the ways of the Lord. We want to pray, even in even in their you know general knowledge of things. There is the correct way that they ought to know these things. We don't want to rely on the world system, but we want to we want to we want to partner with God and say, Father, we are we are mortgaging our prayers right now that our children will see, they would know about God, they will serve God in their time, they will see the manifestations of God in their time. So can we release our faith together for that? Father, we just pray. We're praying for the generations that are ahead of us and the ones that we will not see but are ahead of us and we speak into their future we speak into their destinies that these ones will grow up stronger lord they will learn the ways that you will bring them like Samuel, he will learn the ways of god he will learn to hear you they will learn to to recognize the the things that you are doing they will learn they will discern the move of god you said that you pour out your spirit upon flesh and our young men and the maidens. You said they would, they would dream, dream. They would come into the places of the supernatural. They would know, they would understand, they would recognize them. They would know you. Father, we're praying, we're standing in faith. Our children will not stray from the ways that will bring them up, the ways of God, but they will be firmly rooted in you and they will know you and they will serve you. Your words will be imprinted on their hearts and they will see your words before their eyes. They will think about your word and they will run after you. They will be interested in you. 
Father, we pray this. Lord, we'll stand against the enemy. The ways he will come against them. Our children will rise up stronger than the enemy. The greater one will rise up strong within them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And finally, we're going to pray for healing. And using this verse of scripture in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, it says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. So by his stripes you are healed. I want us to pray for healing. See, the devil doesn't have a right to your life. The devil doesn't have a right, right to your healing. The devil doesn't have a right to your health. The devil doesn't have a right to your peace. The devil doesn't have a right to your well-being. So we're going to take a stand against the enemy concerning your health, concerning your peace. Come on, let's do that right now. In the name of Jesus, even over our children, we stand as a covering over our children. The enemy has no right over our children. The enemy has no right over their health. The enemy has no right over their mental well-being. So we'll take a stand against him in the name of Jesus and over God's people. The enemy has no right over your healing, over your health. So right now, we command those chains of the enemy to be loosed from your life and receive ye the life, the very life, the very essence of God the Father. So we thank you. Father, we give you praise. We worship you. Come on, let's thank him together. We magnify your name. You alone are God. Your steadfast love, your steadfast love never ceases. And that's what we depend on. So we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's such an honor that you get to pray with us. I got to pray with you. And for those of you who would listen to this afterwards, thank you. Thank you. We recognize the supply that you bring on the prayer experience. Well, remember to subscribe if you haven't to the audio podcast. And if you have, do go back and listen to them and pray along as well as intercessors. Let's keep on praying. Let's keep on pushing those boundaries against the enemy. We're back tomorrow at 1 p.m. UK time. And we would love to see you right here on the prayer experience again. God bless you and have a beautiful day. Amen.
Jesus Christ.